On today's episode of the podcast, we recap the Wyndham Championship, which took place this past weekend as we move closer to the FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, obviously going to be a weird playoff scenario with with no fans in attendance, but um, still definitely some exciting golf tournaments coming up with um, all the majors and then all the majors besides the PGA Championship, I should say, um, and then the FedEx Cup playoffs. So we discuss our picks and some of our recent experiences out on the golf course. So it's a fun one. Uh, we got heated at times, but only adds to it. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, congratulations, Jim Herman won the Wyndham Championship. The janitor uh, that just found his way on the course. Yeah, this this weekend. Um, also, Lop is back. So welcome back, Lop. Thank you. Good to be back. I, I didn't get a welcome back. A couple. A couple. Yeah, because you also yeah, missed because it's lot, recurring. So. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I didn't mean that. I'm good. I'm happy to be back though. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry, Pat. Continue. That's all right. Yeah. So, um, Jim Herman won the Wyndham Championship. In my opinion, it was pretty boring. I didn't watch much of it. Um, I just really didn't think too much of it. You know, I feel like the course wasn't too challenging. Like I just hate like a 21 under uh, like, after what I've seen with the rough the past couple of weeks, like a, t- a 21 under isn't doing it for me. You know, I like, I like rough. to see the, the rough was still like really tough. The rough was the actually was just, the course was wide open, like the fairways, like people like what is it? Herman hit he didn't miss a fairway all weekend, which like that's why he won. But yeah. like there was like the top like ten, there was like six missed fairways combined. Like yeah. I mean, that's just like boring golf to me. But obviously, like that's why they're pros and they make money by hitting fairways. So I can't blame them for that. Yeah, and I think the you got to expect a weaker field the week before the FedEx Cup starts. Yeah, I because mm-hmm. I feel like some guys want to get their work in in competition because there were still some big names out there. But most of those top guys is probably just minor tweaks that they want to do in their own at home facilities. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah i I want to retract my comment about how I thought the field was good last, <laughs> said last week. <laughs> Because, like, I just saw, like, a few of the bigger guys there, and it was like – I wasn't expecting any of them to be playing in it. And a few of them were, but none of them competed, really. Um, but, yeah, Herman Herman was what? He shot 61-63 on, the, on weekend. the weekend? Yeah, pretty good. That's just ridiculous. So, and he's 42. He's – what? I heard a stat. He, was, he missed, like, seven of, like, 12 cuts since we've been back or something. Yeah. And then he just comes out and does this. Like, what? Well, I mean, we kind of expect a tournament like this for some no-name to win. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, Did, good for him. I mean, it's you always like to see 
guys that are kind of out of the game come out out of nowhere and win a tournament. Did you see his FedEx Cup uh, projections? Yeah, he jumped up like 100. Jumped up like 100 spots. 138. Yeah. 138. He went from 192 to 54. Ridiculous. And he's he's pretty old, right? 42. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a good story. I thought we were going to have a playoff. I thought Horschel was going to drain that putt yeah. on 18. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. Especially having – he had a look from uh, whoever he was playing with, too. Gave him the line. But Horschel's kind of been going off recently, too. He's 25th yeah. uh, projected FedEx Cup. Yeah. Since you were absent, would you, do you want to go over your picks first? Me? Yeah. I guess, yeah. They were not good. Um, I had uh, Justin Rose winning it. Uh, he missed the cut. I think he shot even on the week. Um, who else? I had uh, Taylor Gooch, who uh, got off to a scalding hot start. Yeah, he did and then absolutely botched it. I had him top 10. He finished at uh, tied for 25th. Um, shot one over today. So, thought he, thought it was gonna be something cool, but I I probably talked him up too much uh, during the tournament. And then uh, this was kind of a shot in the dark. I I honestly don't even know why I took him. Uh, Ches Reevy shot two under for the tournament, which by no means is bad, but he missed the cut. Of course, he missed the cut. So, my other pick was going to be Sung J M, who actually played well, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It should have been there. So yeah, I'll do. I'll do mine next. Um, I also went over four. My lock of the week did not hit. I had Brendan Todd beating Jordan Spieth. Tournament matchup. Brendan Todd got cut. Jordan Spieth did not. So barely made the cut. Yeah, it was pretty. That was pretty tough for me to. Like I, I like I thought that was. I thought that was my easiest lock of the week. Like. Yes. So, and then that not hitting, that really hurt. Um, and then I had Kevin Kisner to win. He tied for third. So that was, that was tough. Um, I had Harris English, uh, top 10. He finished tied for 23rd. It was also tough. He was in contention like all weekend. Um, and then top 20, I had Paul Casey. He finished tied for 31st. So I just, I just had three real heartbreakers. Just a, Three guys, they they all played good. They all just missed their quotas by a little bit. Really, really upset me, you know. It's the little things, Pat. Yeah, it's the little things. Fucking assholes. <laughs> That's a good bid, though. They were all pretty close. Yeah. Zach, go ahead. All right. So, I had a little bit of luck. Um, my winner was Webb, who tied with Kisner in third. So, that kind of – told you to take him top ten. I, yeah, uh, I, I – I agree. You shouldn't have taken him to win. You should have taken him top I want – there would have been so many more points, though. But whatever. Um, and then Brooks I took oh. top 10, and he just stinks. <laughs> I don't know if he's blaming his knee or whatever, but he should blame his mental midgetness, and he just stinks. Oh. Um, and then Zach Johnson was my top 20, and he played That was a great well. pick. That was a great pick. Um, he, t- he finished tied for seventh. So I'll get some points for that. But look out for him in the playoffs. 
He got off to he, a tough start, didn't he, too? Yeah, didn't he, he have, shot, like, a really good weekend? He shot 14 under in the last two days. He's yeah. riding that momentum from winning that award, so. That's, yeah. Stewart, yeah. It's kind of why you took him. That was a good pick, yeah. That was a great pick. Um, so I had um, I had Brendan Tad winning. He got cut. I had yep. – yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Just get by that, sorry. Yeah. Um, I had Charles Schwartzel, top 10. He also got cut. And then I had Patrick Reed. Oh, boo. 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 I think he's going to get me a whole two points this week. Boo. He, yeah. he got me something. Love to see it. Yeah. Which is, like – look, Well, like, just... looking at it, like, realistically, you shouldn't take a, a top guy – in your top twenty, because you're gonna no. get out of it. Yeah, you yeah, get, you get two points. points. Yeah, it's not worth it. Got to be. Yeah, you gotta take a flyer. Guard. Take a flyer. Yeah. yeah. Not Ches Reeve though. <laughs> you gotta take um, Ricky there. Ricky's bad, and sometimes he'll do it for you on time. <laughs> no, you got in that spot. You got to take someone like, like top one hundred plus. Like that gets you that. That gets you that times times ten bonus. So. Mm-hmm. There's always one that finishes. You just got to pick the right guy. I was almost going to do like Pat Perez or something. He's a oh, that's the guy with the crazy hair, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just mashes the ball. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to address, see who came at. I didn't watch anything Saturday. And then I looked at the leaderboard at the end of the day, and it was like 18 under. Jeez. And, yeah, see who came absolutely went off. He had, he had a whole one. He had a hole in one, and then he lipped out on another hole in one. I know. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that was. That's I think, insane. I think I forget what they said. I think maybe one other person has. Maybe it was yeah. one person has. Yes, it was, has it was in 2013. It. I had two hole in ones. I I don't forget the name, but yeah, it has happened before. Imagine that. Imagine getting one. Yeah. Imagine getting it within like. <laughs> two like two feet and having an easy tab in. I can't. <laughs> I w- I would like to also discuss one of my bets. Um, it was just an absolute panic. Uh, I think it, I think it was Saturday, Friday or Saturday. Siwoo Kim had been going off, and no, yeah, it was Saturday because Gooch had had the two good uh, two good days. What are you laughing at, Pat? <laughs> You should never take a panic bet. What are you doing? Did you live bet golf? No, it wasn't a live bet. I panic bet in the morning. So it was Saturday morning. It's essentially a live bet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. So it was mid-tournament. Oh God. It was a Saturday matchup. Gooch over Siwoo Kim. That was terrible. That's Kim, horrible. Kim shot a 62. <laughs> <laughs> he killed Saturday. I want to see what Gooch... Yeah, he shot a 68. Okay. Oh, my God. That's, just, that's not it. If it Why makes was you it feel a panic bet? Did you, like, have zero time before they teed off? No, so I wanted to get out in the action, and I wanted to double down on my uh, Taylor Gooch pick. Yeah. So you take it to see Kim? Come on. Yeah, I figured something I had to give, and then Kim shot He was playing he well. <laughs> and then, and then uh, on Sunday, he shot. Yeah, him. I thought he was due he for He didn't move round. a single spot. He literally – he literally went from minus eighteen to minus eighteen Saturday Sunday. I thought he was. That's I thought tough. he was due for a bad, uh, bad round. 
You live and you learn, Lyle. I was wrong, you live yeah. And learn. No panic, Babs. Last time I bet on Taylor Gooch. First team all panic, all panic taken after his father. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Literally never bet on someone with the name Gooch. Taylor Gooch, if you want to come on and dispute us about that, like, feel free, but you're I not. I like he's the type of guy who'd be like, you know what, don't bet on me. <laughs> After watching him play, I feel like he's just like, yeah, don't, don't worry. He's a beast. He, I think he's boys with uh, Max Homa. Oh, oh yeah. Another, cool another great guy to bet on. It is. All right. Hey, I have, I have a couple bad beats this week. So, Brian uh, was telling us about this. He texted us about it. He said uh, he wanted to tell us now. He said he'd tell us on the podcast. So I'm really excited to hear what he actually has to say. All right. So I golfed at uh, Lyman Orchard's Jones course after work on Friday, 510 tee time. I, uh, I've never broken 80 before, and I've been playing well lately. So I thought I was going to do it. And uh, so I get there. The guy puts me off the back, um, and uh, I start off bogey, bogey, and then I go, hold on, I botched that. This is really good so far. <laughs> it's a guy, it's a hot Dramatic school. We need some, like, music for this. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do, do. All right. Do, 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 do. So I go bogey, bogey, par, par, bogey, bogey, par, par, par. So I'm four over after nine. Also, it was kind of a grind. I wasn't playing great, but I, my score was fine. I was still in a good spot to go sub 80. Also, after eight, after I go par, par, 16, 17. I have a par five, 515 yards, dog leg right to an elevated, elevated green. I pipe my driver and I leave my, I don't the math just doesn't check out, but the GPS on the cart had 170 in, which means I hit the ball like 350, which just doesn't make sense. I'll take ball. it though. Must've been a good ball. Yeah, it was a great ball. And so I'm sitting pretty. So the adrenaline's starting to go as like, it's like, wow, I'm going to shoot 79 on the ninth hole. Not even making a turn yet. And I, I block my seven iron. I still catch the right edge of the green. The pin's on the left. I like a 50-footer for eagle. I put it to like eight feet, and I miss that. So I three-putt par on nine. So oh, I'm rattled. God, Brian. Wait, I have a question for you. Yeah. So you're, you teed off at 510? Yeah. You're going for 18? Yeah. yeah, how fast were you, you playing? You were playing the last six holes in the dark? No, dude, I finished I finished at eight. So I finished, I finished the front nine um, at about 6.45. And I, it was slow, dude. There was a group in front. It was, like, kind of slow. There was a group in front of me. I was waiting every hole. I was pretty much just, like, seeing where they were and then, like, just putting on the group because there's no one behind me. So I was just putting – on the green, just waiting, and I still finished in an hour and forty minutes. Or so. Jesus, that's a good segue into my story. Once you're done, okay. 
So I'm also thinking like, shit, I got to make sure I finish this. So that was in my head. I was four over after nine. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I can do this. I got to be three under or three over. I can do that. So I hit my drive, par four, dog, slight dog leg right. I hit it really good. I was cutting the corner, clipped a tree, knocked me into the fairway. Hit my second shot into a bunker. I'm like, okay, I'm okay out of the bunker. Hit my bunker shot to like five feet. I'm like, okay, this is going to turn me around. And I missed that butt. So I bogey. And then par three, I double bogey. Awful tee shot under a tree. Terrible. And then this is where the wheels almost fell off. I, I thought I pulled the shit out of my drive into like fescue. Somehow just landed in the fairway on 12. But I bogey that again. So I'm four over through three on the back. So I'm like, okay, I'm screwed. <laughs> so I was like, I, I got I to gotta birdie. I got to get a birdie in all pars to do this. And I go par, par, birdie, par, par. So wow. I'm on 18. I'm on 18. And I think I need a birdie. <laughs> oh, God. He pulled I a think Brooks. I need a birdie. I don't know why a group let me play through on 17. And I was just in my head. And I was just like, I need a birdie. So I hit my drive on 18, par four, dog leg right. 548 yards, not my drive, the hole. Hit my drive. Glad we went really? Into like a foot, a foot into like tall grass, like probably up to like my knee. Oh. I have a decent lie, but it's not great. I, I try and punch out with a four iron. I hit it like 20 yards. And I hit my five iron about 50 yards left, like by like the other green on a down slope underneath the tree. I grab the wrong club. I punch out. <laughs> I punch out, actually, like, rolled it up really close to the green. And I get up and down for bogey. But at that point, I was thinking, like, I needed a birdie. Like, after I hit my five iron, like, that far left, I was like, it's, it's over. But I did not realize I needed a par to do it. And that would have probably – I probably would have went hybrid off the tee instead of driver just really just a big mental mistake and I ended up shooting 80 and I was pissed I mean I, I still I was happy with an 80 but to be that close and have that much of a mental mistake just can't happen no mm -hmm. so the eagle the the ninth hole in the 18th hole and the, the meltdown I had on the front on the back nine the first three holes I'm four over and then I just run the table almost it was a tough one. You almost had it. <laughs> I you almost. Have you ever, you've never broken 80 before? No. Oh. Yeah. So close. That'll so lead. Far. Lop, let me go first because it's kind of like perfect. Okay. So I texted the guys like what today, an hour before we did this and was like, I have a question. Um, so have you guys ever heard of Chasing Scratch? It's another podcast. It's two guys, two best friends from college. Um, they're like, I think they're probably 40, but I don't know if you ever heard of that. I have not. So they were two guys in their late thirties who wanted to become scratch golfers. Um, and they wanted to see if it was possible. So I wanted to challenge you guys not to get to scratch, but we should have some kind of competition where we do the scorecard readings. If we get something low, 
or if there's something funny going on around and then we can have a tournament like we can set a date obviously we don't have to do this right now but set a date for like a couple months down the line where we meet up somewhere and golf because this came from i started following lop and brian on the handicap index so i could see theirs and i was like this would be fun if we like challenged each other with it but pat would have to get a handicap down yeah i'm doing that next season probably not this season dude mine's like a 7.9 right now which just isn't right it's horse shit it's just not right. I, I would absolutely destroy you if it was. Yeah, if we were playing seven. handicaps. Yeah, if we were playing I'm, handicaps. I'm not a 7.8.9. But, yeah. I mean, based on what you said today, you only shot. What was no, the point? I know, but based on, like, my scores that I have in there, like. You're probably not shooting 80 I've, on I've only been yeah, yeah, I've only been playing well, like, as of late. Like, the beginning of the season, I was really bad. And I think, like. So, like, a couple of weeks ago, I played Lyman again. I shot an 81. shot an 82 at Orin Oak, which is a tough course, private course. Um, well, all my other ones are, like, mid-80s, high-80s, so it just doesn't make sense. But, I don't know. I'll, I guess I'll take it. Enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Hopefully it will last. That's the point. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm down, Maddie. That sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds good. Like a good idea. I told my uncle I still got 27 years until the Champions Tour, so. Oh my god! Please do that. <laughs> that's a I lot of practice. That's a lot of practice. Story. That's a lot of practice time. Twenty-seven years. <laughs> it's more than my that's whole ten thousand hours. Yeah, for what sure. Say if you work at something for ten thousand hours, what is it? You mastered or something? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, by the time we're all done on this earth, I'm sure we'll be close to that with golf. Well, I'm living the one forty-five. So, okay. Bryson. <laughs> All right, Bryson. <laughs> All right. Um, God, I it is, need him. It is time for a, uh, a lop rant. We need a little sound for this, like an alarm bell. Yeah, we do. Saying this is coming. <laughs> yeah, I'll add it in after. Um, it's going to start calm, and then I'll probably – get more animated as as the story as the story goes on so starting from the beginning i wasn't planning on playing today uh i went to the range in the morning um felt pretty good and i was checking the radar it was supposed to rain all day and then I, there was a brief window in the in the radar that it wasn't supposed to so okay, i'll check the, i'll check the tee times um, 540 open for a single. So I, I was banking on playing by myself the whole time. 540 open, no slots. So I book it. I get an email uh, about 2 o'clock that says I have a tee time for 530. I'm like, no, five, I, I've made it 540. Like it was confirmed. I got an email confirming it. No. So they put me with three people. They were trying to get rid of singles, I guess, even on a Sunday afternoon when it's raining. I don't know. Um, but my plan was, and I texted you guys this, that I was going to show up as if I had a 5.40 tee time and say that I didn't get an email, so I'm just going to go out as a single anyway. But I don't even think I was playing with the group that I was supposed to be in the 5.30 with. So I teed off at like 5.15, 5.10 with the group in front of the 5.30 group. And – 
So first off, I'm pissed off. I'm not playing by myself. Second, I get paired with three people who I can already tell that not even that they're going to be bad because I'm not good by any means, but I play fast and have respect for the people behind me on the course. That stinks. Getting paired with randos. Yeah. That's the worst. Normally when I'm on the course, I'm like mad at people in front of me who are playing too slow, but it was the people within my own group. Oh, when you texted us today, I thought it was groups in front of you. Nope. Nope. Within my own group. So we're on the first tee. There's a slight drizzle. Slight. I was going to bring a rain jacket. Um, It would have made sense. I forgot it, but I wasn't mad about it. It was a brisk. It was almost like a fall day. Slight breeze turned into a a pretty severe wind towards the end, uh, which didn't help me, but besides the point. Um, So this kid, he walks out of his cart. He's rocking the dual gloves. Bad start. With a drizzle. They're bl- dual the dual black gloves. Like what ti- what Tiger and uh Tiger and Phil were rocking. No, not Tiger. Peyton. Peyton and Phil were rocking that during the match. But it was downpouring. It was like a hurricane. So I'm like, all right, this guy like he might be good. I don't know if he's rocking that. He was a decent no, golfer. He no was one a de- good where's that? Yeah, that's fair. He was a decent golfer. The dude took I Kid you not, when it was his turn to hit, he took a full minute and a half. Stand, standing over the ball, but he – like Brian, he stands next to it and he takes like a couple practice swings, but they're quick. This kid would take two practice swings next to the ball and then step back and look again, walk up to his ball, stand over it like with his club ready to hit for about 15 seconds. What are you doing? <laughs> Just hit. And it's, it's not mentally ready. It's not like I know this kid where I could be like, all right, man, like, let it eat. Come on. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> the, the group in front of us was a hole and a half ahead. Maybe. The, did he beat you today or no? No, there's no shot. Okay. I was going to say, maybe you should try that. Uh. <laughs> maybe it'll put you in like a Zen place. Maybe I should try <laughs> maybe. that. Maybe. Maybe there'll be no more lop rants if this happens, though. I guess. Maybe but, we don't want that. But long story short, I mean, I already talked about it for a good amount of time because um, it wasn't what I expected, and I was pretty angry. Um, but I played nine holes at a very short course <clears throat> in about two hours and 40 minutes. That's when the, when the group – it's like the group in front of us was holding us up. <laughs> That's they probably finished while we were on the seventh That's hole. That's tough. So I want to know if you if you were playing to stick with your five forty time, why did you show up so early? That's a good question, Brian. I would have showed. Hey, up oh no, no. Well, I had to pivot. I had to pivot because my plan was going to be only if the five forty was still available. Uh, so the so I checked like at I checked at like four thirty, and the five forty had been booked. Uh, so I was like, all right, I can't do that because I won't have a spot in that group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I might as well just go with this five thirty group. And it wasn't even the group that I was supposed to be with. Um, but, yeah, just another day in uh, Fairfield County. There's, like, three public courses. I played – Stupid. I, I teed off at 520 today. We played 
12 holes and we finished at eight o'clock. So in two hours and 40 minutes, we played 12 holes versus two hours and 40 minutes for Bob to play nine. Ouch. That's how long it took me to play 18 on Friday. <laughs> God damn Which it. is, that's ridiculous. Though. That's absurd. That's very quick. Dude, I was absurd. by myself. I was by myself. I had a cart. I finished the back nine in an hour 15. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. yeah if you're by great. yourself, I guess. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if there's no one on the course, it makes sense. But I mean, the back nine was weird. There was a guy in front of me for a little bit, like on 11. And it was like, really? Is this guy going to back me up? <laughs> and then it seemed like he was just out there jumping around because after, like, three holes, he just jumped to, like, the 18th hole or something. That's the best part about playing as a single, too, is that everyone will let you play through. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're, like, terrible people. Mm-hmm. Be like, all right, man, we got a group of four. Just play through, and then you fly. Yeah. Like, when I, when I played those uh, early morning rounds, it was in, like, March or April, I would finish nine holes in, like, an hour 40 because yeah. you just fly yeah. through. That's why I'm I'm excited for fall golf because I feel like the people who came out in the summer to play are going to rescind back to their homes. I don't know about you guys, but when a group play lets me play through, like let's just say it's been 20 times, I've never hit a good tee shot. <laughs> Literally ever. Like it's I feel like it's the most pressure I've ever felt in my entire life. Uh. Yeah, I got another good story from today, too. So, I, I didn't hit the ball clean by any means today. Um, and I was, like, sculling my 60 degree, which I don't think I've ever done. I feel like that's so pretty I, normal. A 60 degree is hard to hit. Yeah, yeah but it, like, yeah, I it, do that every week. It, it was in the rough, though, so I was, like, it was, it was weird. But I think, I think I had the yips a little bit. Um, so, I, I sculled one, and the guy, one of the guys I was with, he was, in, he was in the bunker for, like, his sixth shot. And he was like, oh, been there, buddy. It's like, relax. <laughs> You're in the bunker for, like, the eighth time today. <laughs> group oh, that I played behind today. Is, is we, that it, Lop? <laughs> no, no, I got another. No, I actually got a, a – he, he did give me a positive um, outlook also today. So, we had, we had said, like, three words the whole round. It's, like, the eighth hole. <laughs> and he was like, you know what? Throughout this whole round of golf, I didn't think of COVID once. He was like, nice. He was like a nice little getaway. I was like, hey, you know what, man? You're right. Wait. So even though I absolutely, even though I absolutely hate playing with you right now, I'm not thinking of COVID, which I guess is a good thing. Wait. So was it only one other person? No, no, no. It was a group okay. of. Four, it was three other people. Okay. A. A woman and a father and his son. The son was the one, Mr. Mr. Glove Hands, and he would be the one who would stand behind the ball for about a minute. So, I blame the dad, actually, on that one. I was going to say Teach that. Teach your son how to play golf. I know. I was just about to say that, yeah. Sorry. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> People, if you're listening, just play fast. <laughs> that's the thing like they, they were if you play slower they were terrible and they were playing slow mm-hmm. just, what, hit, the group, just hit the ball the group in front of us today we played in like just over four and a half hours but that wasn't like anything crazy for 
a group of three. Um, but we started counting after the eighth hole. We watched their tee shots because we were right behind them. And after the eighth hole, so eighth hole on, they, as a foursome, hit 76 trees. Holy <laughs> shit. We have, we have, on our scorecard, I could show you guys if I run downstairs, we have a little tally, and it was 76 trees as a foursome. That's awesome. Wow. And so that's not even counting the first eight holes. That's but insane. They played fast. We never really had to wait for a shot. So that's we, were, we were okay. It took, it took our mind off our rounds, which was good. The kid was lining up like two foot putts. Just pick it up. <laughs> it's not like him and his dad were playing for money either. He was lining it up like it was for the Masters. Oh. Um, today I was watching the U.S. Amateur Tournament, and uh, this guy on 18, he, they were all square for, in their match play tournament. And he hits a ball onto the trap, his tee, his tee shot, and it takes him – Three shots to get out of the bunker. He hit the lip twice. Oh, ouch! It was so it was so hard to watch. <laughs> and it's the semifinals of the U.S. Amateur, like huge stakes. This guy was four shots down with like six holes to play. Came back, tied it, and then it just melts down. Oh, I was like, dude, relax. Pick a different club. Just get it out. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a hybrid a pitching at it. Wedge. <laughs> Do something. Just put it out at that point. Yeah, Texas, Texas wedge. Maybe just go in the other direction. Nice. Yeah. And then just hit it over the bunker. <laughs> wow. All right, we got to wrap it up there. We're running out of time. That was uh, a fun one, guys. That was a good one. Everyone shared, everyone shared a story. So I, I think of these as – Many therapy sessions when I'm angry on the course as well. So, <laughs> there you thank, go. so thank you guys. A little outlet. All right, guys. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, see you guys. Yeah. Come on, asshole. <laughs> go Taylor Gooch. All right, guys. Struggling from week to week to get the bills paid on time. But sometimes it's a little too hard just to drink it off at night. The beer just won't cut it, it liquor's a little much. You need something just right. How about a little red light and moonshine?